things. I got my main man, Adam Alexander, host of NASCAR Race Hub on Fox, also Xfinity uh, Series play-by-play guy and former guest of uh, Westcott Reigns, one of my good homies, Adam Alexander. What's going on, man? Hey, Wes, how you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I got you in here, you know, on the show. First time to talk a little bit of NASCAR, man, to get our listeners up prime for what uh, they could see on Sunday in this season. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's an exciting time. Wes, you know, you and I have been around Fox Sports for a long time and and get to see, you know, how the pace of play changes this time of year. Everyone really starts getting fired up and excited and a lot of work goes on behind the scenes in preparation from a TV standpoint. I know you've been a part of that, and and it's good to see all that hard work pay off as we head to Daytona and put the cars on track and really get to see what the season's all about. Yeah, man, no doubt. So starting things off this weekend with the 500, when you look at the odds, Denny Hamlin is the favorite, a guy that's always up there uh, every single week. Then it's followed by Blaney, Larson, Chase Elliott, Logano, and my man Kyle Busch. And then you see uh, Bubba Wallace sitting there at ninth uh, as far as odds for the Daytona 500. But uh, what are you expecting to see? What can the fans expect to see in this race besides a big old crash or two? Well, it's really not surprising to see Denny Hamlin as the favorite. When you look at what he's been able to accomplish in, in recent years in that race, I mean, he's won three times. He's one of a, a few drivers that have three or more victories. Of course, Richard Petty, the all-time leader with seven Daytona 500 wins. Kale Yarborough has four. Uh, Jeff Gordon, uh, Bobby Allison, those are the kinds of names you start talking about when you get into those drivers that have won three. Denny Hamlin in that category and, and really, when you look at it, and I know in sports we can always do this, the woulda, coulda, shoulda, but Denny could easily have more than three wins in the Daytona 500. He is just really, really good in the draft. We did a piece with him last week, and you know he's like any other competitor. You talk about the ones that got away. and So I feel like he goes into Daytona as someone that is at the top of the list, and he always should be, just because of past performance, the equipment he's in, uh, and the ability that, that he possesses in this style of racing. You, you know, it's interesting that the betting favorite prior to the clash in Los Angeles a couple of weeks ago, Chase Elliott was favored to win the clash, the Daytona 500, and the championship. After practice in the clash, he slid down to third on the betting board for that race, and now immediately you start asking questions about where does he fit into the equation. I believe he's a big-time performer in big moments. I really feel like that Chase Elliott is someone we'll be talking about on, on Sunday. And then there are countless other drivers that you can put on the list just because the nature of this racing is if, if you're in it, you can win it at Daytona. We've seen two first-time winners the, the last couple of years. 500 miles is a long way to go at that racetrack, and really anything can happen. And we know we are right at the genesis of this season, but when you look over at the championship odds, you see Chase Elliott, a guy who's really becoming dominant uh, in this sport, along with Kyle Larson. We know the season he had two years ago. Then we talked about Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, and Joey Logano. Can Joey Logano repeat as the champion, or or what do you see just kind of an overview of who you think uh, could win the championship coming into this thing, the strongest candidates? I would probably bet against Joey Logano, not because he's not capable of doing it, but just because in any sport it's so hard 
to repeat. And, and the law of averages says it's probably not going to happen. You know, having said that, from a performance standpoint, they really found their way in the, the second half of 2022 with this new car. And so you would have to believe they will go into 2023 uh, in a better position than many because not only do they have the momentum and confidence from winning the championship, but performance-wise, they were really, really good down the stretch. Interesting to me that Ryan Blaney is listed as high as he is. Ryan didn't win a race last year that paid points. Won the All-Star race, but didn't win a points-paying race last season. Remarkable to me that that's the case, especially when you consider the year that he put together in 2021. Having said that, led a lot of laps, was really close, won a lot of stages. Blaney is a guy, another really good racer when it comes to Daytona. In fact, his last win came in the regular season finale in 2021 at Daytona. So he's someone that, that if he gets it going, could be a, a real player. And, you know, you mentioned Denny Hamlin. Hamlin won a couple of times in the middle portion of last season that they looked good in the playoffs, didn't win races there. I, I just feel like that Denny Hamlin uh, is a driver that can make a, a fairly big splash, not just at Daytona, but as the season goes on. Adam Alexander joining us now on the Body Works Plus guest hotline, the NASCAR Xfinity Series play-by-play announcer. Adam, the Daytona 500 just sold out for the eighth consecutive year. That news kind of coming in really within the last five hours or so. How would you describe the popularity of the sport right now? And really, how does it hold up even after Daytona is uh, over and done with? Yeah, I think when you look at the Daytona 500, um, you know, it's the biggest race, as Wes said, off the top. And, and we've seen some momentum in recent years in NASCAR. And, and the fans are really starting to embrace, um, you know, what's been some of the new ownership groups that have come in. I mean, we talk about Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan. Brad Keselowski uh, is on the ownership side now, a former driver. We see Jimmy Johnson getting involved from an ownership perspective. So really, when, when you look at, at the space of the sport and how it's begun to change in recent years, and, and then I think in addition to the changes that sport has gone through, um, you know, some of these young drivers that we really didn't know about have started to gain some momentum and a fan following, which is really, um, you know, I, I think change, started to change the fan base. And, and the fans like what they're seeing. And, and in addition, the racing with this new car last year was outstanding. And, and so I think across the board, when you weigh all those factors and then you match it up with Daytona, which is the, the biggest race on the calendar, it equals that you're going to have a, a tremendous turnout. And, and last year was no different. I know it was later in the week uh, last year when we announced that, that the Daytona 500 was sold out. But to be able to do it now and know that you're going in to the week without any uh, track activity having taken place and and to know that the biggest race of the year is sold out it's a really big thing for nascar and and it looks right now like the weather is going to be good which is nice because you follow daytona with the west coast swing so you want to keep that schedule on pace it appears that's going to happen now. So a real opportunity to start 2023 with a bunch of momentum. Well, and Adam, you talk about fan bases gravitating towards individual drivers, right? I mean, we've seen that all the time. How much of a hit do you expect maybe the sport of NASCAR to take when Ke- uh, Kevin Harvick is done with this season after this is going to be the last year for him as a NASCAR driver? And is that the number one storyline coming into the season for you? 
I would say that, that it's right there at the top. There's probably three or four storylines going into the year that, that I would say are on my short list and, and would be nominated maybe you know for story of the year in, in my eyes. Kevin Harvick will be a, a huge loss, and, and I think as much a loss in the garage area for the other competitors as it is for the fans who, who watch at home. Just because Kevin is that guy that has become the spokesperson in the garage from the drivers to NASCAR. And when you have someone that has that leadership with the competition body, it means so much to everyone involved. And, and so Kevin is the guy um, that, that I think has gone a long way uh, in, in changing the way things are done in NASCAR. He's kind of bridged the old school to new school. And, and you will miss that leadership if, if you're one of the younger drivers in NASCAR. So that, that group will miss him probably as much as the fan base will. But when you consider what he's given, uh, the championship in 2014, the, the wins, the taking over for Dale Earnhardt when we tragically lost him 22 years ago, it's been a remarkable career for Kevin Harvick and, and someone that, that is going to be missed, um, you know, really in an immeasurable way. And, and it's going to be interesting to see what he's able to accomplish in his final year because if you go back to last year, uh, he, you know, he made the playoffs. He won a couple of races. It, it's not as if he hasn't won and it's time for him to go. He's still very competitive, and he's someone that enters this year feeling like he's got a real shot. And, you know, when you look at his nickname, the closer, and you consider what he's done in his career, I don't think anyone would be surprised if he not only won races, made the playoffs, but, but made a real run toward Phoenix in the championship four. Adam, real quick before we get you out of here, just rapid fire. We saw LeBron break the all-time points record last week, and we thought that was a record that would never be broken. Is it safe to say that that Richard Petty 200-win mark would never be touched? Never will. And and, and a lot of those 200 wins uh, obviously came at a time when the schedule was lined up different and, and there were less competitors week to week, taking nothing away from that mark for Richard Petty. But we're just in a different era of NASCAR now. And, and so there's little doubt that, you know, you look at Kyle Busch, uh, he's got 60 wins and, and still has, has got some runway left in his career, but, but he's not going to get anywhere close. Probably, you know, he won't get close to a hundred, much less, you know, reach the 200 level mark. So, so th- no doubt that's a record uh, that will never be broken. My man, Adam Alexander, I appreciate you coming on here, giving us a primer for the NASCAR season. The Daytona 500 is this weekend, and you'll be calling uh, some Xfinity racing as well, correct? That's right. I've got the Xfinity race Saturday, and I'll do the uh, Craftsman Truck Series race on Friday night. All of that will lead up to Sunday's Daytona 500 on Fox, so we look forward to it. All right, Adam. Well, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for your time. Thanks, guys.